Down Know Nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether their doll is shit or hit differently from 2020 hindsight to intermittently, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. A bullet can't go half as fast as my co host, Evan. Look out my window. There he goes. It's my co host. <laughs> what would you do if you looked out your window and I was running past, not getting your attention, just scared, terrified, running past your house? Uh, you didn't see anything behind me. Arm up. I'd get my uh, 1942 or 42 Walther PPK okay. loaded with solid point bullets, <laughs> and I would walk out and I would fire randomly <laughs> into, the, into, the, into under- the lake, into the undergrowth. <laughs> okay, all right. That's a good that's call. The, everyone knows that's the only way you get them. That's a good... I feel like it was a bird box situation, so I had to cover my eyeballs and fire a gun. Is bird box the one where they can't make sound? I think that's Quiet Place. That is Quiet Place. And bird box Why is do they the one where you eyes? can't look at the monster or it turns you silver-eyed. I haven't seen either movie. Oh, okay. Is it like uh, that Hitchhiker's Guide monster where if you can't see it, then it can't see you? Yeah, exactly. Okay, all right. No, I think it's just like, that's how it gets you. Is by, so it's like uh, so it turns your eyes silver and then what you can't see anymore. I think you just I don't I haven't seen the movie. It's well, Sandra Bullock's in it. it. To me. Um, it Sandy. turns you silver and you become a uh, killer. <laughs> we'll say <laughs> okay. But uh, it's like what like you know it's like one of those shovelware movies where it's like oh Quiet Place did good and that's about you know being quiet so let's do the other one where you can't see and then they're gonna have like a tasty a tasty oh home. you can't taste the monster <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have to you have to keep your tongue in your mouth at all times sure yeah and if it can see your tongue it takes it right out of you oh i do like that i like that and maybe the monster looks like a delicious cake oh, so that yeah. like you really 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 Makes you salivate like yeah should we do uh, a podcast now where like we like just summarize movies we haven't seen. <laughs> Would that be a fun podcast? Would that be a fun podcast? Hmm. I don't know. You tell me. Well, based on the podcast we've done, hmm, based mm. on my experience as a podcaster, let me see. Let uh-huh. me think. Let me. No. Yeah, it does. It drives you insane. Okay. okay. Yes. So how, it's how insane? Cthulian. Uh, well, apparently, uh, someone commits suicide. Someone okay. crashes their car into a wall. Okay. So like, it makes you like. Someone walks suicidal. into a speeding truck. Yeah, I guess okay, so. Okay, so it's okay. very M. Night Shyamalanian. M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, yeah, like the, was it not the village? It was that one with the, the oh, trees were doing The Happening. It. The Happening. Yes. That had, so, that had some really good... I haven't seen that movie either. No, but, neither uh, have I. It you had a really I... good like intro, like the, the, the reel, like where the guy just like li- lies down under a lawnmower and stuff like that. Like, oh. That's some good sizzle. A trailer? But I heard it was bad, so I oh, didn't okay. go see it. I want to see Old. Did you see Old? Oh, no. It sounded, the premise sounded horrible. Really? Beach turn you old? Beach turn, beach turn old, <laughs> what man. What's bad about that premise? Like, I don't know. Like, okay, <laughs> I guess here's my thing. Mm-hmm. They're kids when they start, right? Mm-hmm. Like little kids. Mm-hmm. And then they get older and eventually they become teenagers and have sex. Mm-hmm. That's pedophilia still. Because no, they, have, brain adult, ages they have adult bodies. Oh, they yeah. have brain ages and they get like educated? Yeah, they become educated and smart and it's no more. Well, I mean, if you're a 40-year-old who has been sheltered all their life, it's not pedophilia if someone has sex with you. It's just, like, you're having criminal... I mean, there's some level of okay, okay. mental... So, <laughs> so there's, a, there's a bright line for you. We just You just have a very different uh, definition of it, right? The crime is the, crime. the line. What sort right, right. of crime so you're, is you're this? Just, you're a biological pedophiliac. Yeah. Uh, you know that's what? So that's you, not if, the first time I've been... If they, don't, if they don't look like kids, it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
like you know, like so like a forty-two-year-old with like the mind you of know, a six-year-old. It's I don't perfectly think fine. I want to go down the. No, I'm just saying it's a different crime. It's not <laughs> it's pedophilia. A crime. <laughs> I am a biological That's pedophilia. Fair. That's fair. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Don't 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 get it twisted. Paint you with a tiny brush. <laughs> it's never okay. It's just very very different. And one is worse than the other. I'm not going to say which is which. I'm just going to let you decide. <laughs> Listeners, if you think pedophilia is worse. <laughs> to hashtag. No, don't want to make that hashtag. Hashtag catamite all right. Oh, if you think it's worse than. No, we're not. Okay. <laughs> Man, we've re- we're really down deep in the, yeah, in the, in the trenches this time. Yeah, we dug ourselves into that voxel <sighs> immediately. Took us, took us 44 minutes to get there. 44 minutes. Uh, yeah, 4 minutes, 39 seconds. Nicely done. Already, already in. Yeah, and actually... Minus a few seconds, because you made a weird sound at the beginning that oh. I caught on camera, but <laughs> will not. We should do a video version of this podcast, too. No. We should just set up a camera right there, and then it could catch us. That sort sounds of. horrible. Well, but we do so much. We do some visual gags. <laughs> we do a lot. Of- <laughs> we, listeners, I think we, our podcast would be much more popular if, they, <laughs> if you could see all the visual gags we're doing. <laughs> if you could see Ev, like, covered up by the uh, the bike that I have down So, yeah, there. I show up every episode with a, a suitcase, like a prop comic. Uh-huh. And I pull out various accoutrements yeah. throughout the episode, and that's just for Saker. I've never mentioned the different wigs you wear, too. Every mm-hmm. time you come in my house, you're mm-hmm. wearing a different mm-hmm. little... That's why I shave my head bald, so I can put the wigs on so quick. I have quick-changed artists. <laughs> Whatever happened to quick-changed artists? The, the people who would, like, change their clothes real quick? <laughs> was that ever a thing? That was a thing, like, I, I want to say, like, vaudeville times, where, like, you'd, you'd, like, they'd change their clothes in, like, 12 seconds or something. they like, walk behind something and come out a second later. Was that, clothes. like their whole shtick or did they also have a comedy routine that went with it or were they just like i can change my clothes i feel like in the vaudeville days <laughs> you didn't have to have much sure people were they had the hoop they had the stick they needed anything yeah, anything yeah. Else. i feel like entertainment i don't want to say entertainment's come a long way but i feel like audiences have become more jaded hmm i would say entertainment has come i feel like if you showed us it's like if you uh gave a peasant from 1700s a single dorito their head would explode <laughs> if you showed them an episode of eric andre they would they would uh bird box style <laughs> walk in front of a moving truck and just well they wouldn't know what a truck is that's <laughs> true that would suck for them they would sit down in front of a horse-drawn carriage and just let let them take it fine when they have to go to like uh pennsylvania amish country yeah that's true Fucking amish man like, so the Amish were ahead of their time yeah. at some point, and they were just like, if we stop here, if we quit the game, we always have won. Yeah. We are, we're undefeated. Yeah. 18th century had just the right amount of technology. <laughs> right. Like, okay. Not too much, not too little. Sure, yeah, it's a good amount. Do you ever think that? Like, sometimes I'll go and be like, you know, what was the r- exact right amount of technology? Because I feel like we have a little bit too much now in terms of like social media and like okay. the internet. I think the internet's kind of gone off the rails a little bit. So as a 90s kid, you're going to say 1999. No. Okay. I don't know. I don't know where it is. I'm like, I'm like trying because the '80s weren't great either. Sure. Because well, I mean, like for technologies for me, it's like amenities, right? You gotta mm-hmm. have you got gotta have your toilets. <laughs> you gotta have your showers. Oh, so you're going back to like perhaps 1940s? No, no, I don't want to go back that far because that's all racist. Uh, okay, but, but no, we're just talking, just about, talking technology. about technology. Okay, yeah, uh, nobody. <laughs> Argue that point, but you color TV, yes or no? Yes, absolutely. too much for you. Absolutely, <laughs> too much for your brain. No, okay, no, it's good. good. Uh, phones at all. Landlines. I feel like mm, I feel like f- cell phones okay, flip or uh, smartphones no way. Okay, all right. So we're talking nine. We're talking ninety nine. I want to go back to ninety two. <laughs> I pagers, mean, nine, pagers only. Pay. Oh, that's rough. Because then you have to find a payphone. That sucks. But payphones will be ubiquitous again. Yeah, I guess. Where would so. you want to go back to? I don't. 
I love what we have right now. Okay. I want my child to fall down a far right wing YouTube rabbit hole ASAP. Yeah. I, I guess I would say like, I don't know, maybe like the early era of smartphones where they weren't to- so dialed in. You know, where you could like dialed in where you could like text, receive messages, call people, not that we call people and then like have like geolocation functions. Man, I don't so know. My ability to, to look at a menu on the fly or to like uh book an appointment with a doctor while I'm out at the oh, playground or like uh, having the ability to do to to prove someone wrong in real time <laughs> while I'm out to dinner with them is just a joy. See, it's I one just of like to joys. know a lot. Oh sure. Oh see, you're like the Amish. <laughs> you were smart in 92 and now that everyone is equally as yeah. smart, you're like fuck these people. Now well now the well actual well actuallys have lost their punch. You did well actually me yesterday. Ah, uh, but I didn't do it condescendingly. <laughs> Like the other guy did. <laughs> what was it even about? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Okay. It was about how many leg spiders have. You said technically they don't have any. No. No. <laughs> I was told they technically don't have any, which didn't seem true. Yeah. But the person who told me would not back it up and would not look it up. <laughs> said I don't have a smartphone. I had to rely on my own intuition. Isn't that is, horrible? That you is, had to be like, you're is, wrong. Yeah, you're and wrong. And they were like, prove it. <laughs> and you said, I can't. Well, I don't have to. Oh, they, I they see. Have to pro- they're challenging me. They have to prove what, what they're, the cha- they're the challenge. That's the, like the flat Earth thing, right? They have to prove the Earth is flat to me because we all know the Earth is round. Like we can do the science ourselves. Sure, it's sure. easy. Sure, <laughs> like, <laughs> that, like that. it's not hard to prove the Earth is round. Right. Yeah. They well, have, they have the burden of evidence on. Is them. it not hard to prove the Earth is round? Because if the Earth were actually round, and if that, if Chris Hatfield were up in space, mm-hmm. why is there no eleven-second delay between the ISS and Ed Robertson? Because as every single comment to the YouTube video for the song that we watched today says <laughs> it is insane that Chris Hadfield and Ed Robertson were able to do this. And in fact, it was faked. And in fact, there's no way the moon and landed. He was actually on someone Earth prove time. it to me. He was in a different studio. And <laughs> should we talk about this week's song? Okay. We've segued expertly into it. You did it. You did it. I did it. Conspiracy theorists. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and ladies and gentlemen, then woman, then ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this week's song is called "ISS Is Somebody Singing," and if you've never heard it before, here's a quick sample. On solid wires turn the key and light the fire will leave the answer is yes yes someone is singing some buddies i heard a shit ton of people singing yeah. i heard a whole youth choir singing you heard the wexford gleeks that's true from oh, the wexford God. collegiate school for the arts damn it ev Did we just... segued so expertly that i forgot to do bennick and news all right fuck is somebody singing hold up okay we gotta talk about (laughs) you might wonder how i got here record scratch (laughs) all right better news i want you to react to each of these things okay (gasps) new album now pushed back to september Uh uh-oh Okay, good. Love and Life, the trouble, single. Trouble in the bare naked. I don't know. Love and Life, the single, now out on all major platforms. Oh, boy. Should we should we hit that up first? Oh, should we? Should we know. do that? Bef- no, we should moose, do A little moose-boosh? We, we should do it with the rest of the album. We should do it in context. In order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, five for Fighting replaces Semisonic on latter half of tour. It's not easy to be me. I've never heard that. You... 100% have heard Superman parentheses. It's not easy. Close parentheses. 
It's not easy, then you used you, to call me. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that thing that I just sang, you know it. Nope. Okay, well, fair enough. Either you did such a bad job I didn't recognize <laughs> it, or I've never heard the song before. All right, I'm going to play it for you real quick, and you All tell right. me better or worse than Semisonic. Okay. Okay. Listeners, Ev is pretending like he's never I've heard that song. I play. Wow, unreal! That was oh. such a radio hit. Okay, well, might have been matter. during my gap years. Uh, can you imagine Semisonic not having been on the tour? Uh, easily. Okay. <laughs> D- done. I just wiped them from my memory. I just fucking moved that to their cycle bin. Great. Okay. Cool. I'm sorry I made you do that. So I just envisioned my head like a laptop, and I just put my uh, drag the file, file my <laughs> memories into the little little recycling. So bin. do you wait? Is it gone now, or can you take it out of the recycling bin? Is what gone? <laughs> oh no. Do you ever drag the wrong thing? Yeah, but I mean, I have to empty the recycling bin. Okay, it's just out of sight. I haven't, I haven't done that yet. Oh, okay. I do that every night. Okay, before got I sleep. it. <laughs> um, out with the bad and with the good is what I always say. Uh, great. Uh, I always say, uh, "Palmen qui meruit ferat," which means "Let him bear the palm who hast deserved it," which is the motto of Wexford Collegiate oh School. Oh my Arts. God! Which is I such was a weird motto. What, what is it again? Let him bear the palm who deserveth it. Hit, smack a dude who needs smacked. I don't. I think a palm is in like a palm frond, like carrying. Oh, oh sure. Okay. Carrying a frond. Like yeah, a, that makes more probably sense. Probably some sort of religious content. But it's less Isn't there like Palm Sunday or something. That's Catholic. Yeah, that is. I assumed that was where you ate a Sunday under a palm tree. Yum yum. Mm, that would have been a much better thing than I think carrying shriving yourself with palm. Scrivening yourself. Um, Unshriven. Big birthday shout out. To BNL's own Kevin Hearn, <gasps> whose birthday was on July 4th. <gasps> He's an America boy. He's in, oh no, July if, 3rd. I if fucked you're up. born on July 4th, no matter where you are, you should get automatic American citizenship. That would be, that would be so smart. So many people would be induced on the 4th, though. How old do you think Kevin no, Hearn is? You have is? to be naturally born. No induction. Oh, <laughs> okay, got it. How old do you think Kevin Hearn is? Uh, so he would have probably been born, I would say, 62. You are so far off. He's 54. He's a young man. Oh. 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 It's sad that I see 54 as young now. I mean, you're still kind of vital at 54. You could drop dead. But like, there's, like that, there's like that window where you go from like the only window where like, oh, he was only 45. Right. He was only 54. He okay. He was only 63. He was only mm, 74. Yeah. See, like, you see, see what that? is the only window? Where does the only window stop? I don't know. I would say like 65. 65, yeah. He was only 64, but he was 65. Well, actually, it would stay there because like 65 is like retirement age now. Yeah. So like I feel like anything before 70, because if you say like he was only 68, he'd only been retired for three years. Right. Because I think retirement gives you like a little new lease on life. Okay. Wow. So you think 70 might be the window? I think so. Because if, if like he was 70, like he had five, five, That's he true. had five, a little bit of, a little bit of sweetness at the end of his yeah. fucking life of labor. And we need to do keep, we, we do need to keep it open for he was only 69 because yeah. that's a fun oh, thing yeah. to say. Yeah. And yeah. I do like how corporations would like us to, you know, they work for 35 years and then they let us enjoy just a little bit end of our life. That's fun. I think we should have retirement at the beginning when we could still have fun and then work till we're dead. <laughs> Right? Like, you want to have fun when you're 20, 30, right? Right. You don't want to have fun when you're 70. What kind of fun can you fucking have? I don't know. 
I've not, I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> and neither of our dads had. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, we'll I never know. I can't tell until our I... dads were onlys. Onlys. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bummer. Fifties. Yeah. Well, sixty-six for my dad. Oh, well, but I know he you. was. You got an extra. He got like years. two years of retirement. He oh. was doing good. <laughs> I know. Poor fucker. That's, you got the taste. and then You get the taste of retirement. Sucks. That sucks. It's like, you know, you save up all your money so you can travel when you retire, and then, boop, you're dead. You're dead. You get a one-way ticket to hell. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Which one, I believe is where everybody goes. One more piece of news. Bearing ladies have released a new shirt. Oh, uh, I'd okay. like you to look, look at this. This is what counts for news now. Look at this shirt for me. It is the ugliest shirt I've ever seen in my life. It's just... Yeah. <laughs> it's Burning Good Ladies in a, like, alarm clock font. Absolutely no other context or information or it's the worst. I hate it. Um, that's it. Oh, it says double-sided, but it doesn't say, uh, I don't know. doesn't say anything else about it. Although, it was $44, though. $44 for a t-shirt? Yep. I mean, it must have, if it was made, like... In Canada, I guess that would be justified. Sure, sure. But if it's like, you know, if they're making $34 profit on it. I would imagine that they are. Oh, nice for them. All right. How nice pop, for them. Pop back to $1.8 million becomes $1.9 million. That's so nice. That is nice. I want only the best for my little guys. Um, Let's pop over back to ISS, baby. Mm. Okay. So, ISS. Um, This is a collaboration between Ed Robertson and Chris Hatfield. Is it a collaboration? Because didn't Chris Hat Chris Hatfield wrote the song and performed it? Yes. On the space station, and then Ed is just doing it too. Well, this is yeah. I mean, this so is Chris like, wrote the song. It's a collabor. This performance is a collaboration between a, them. Yes. yes. Is that acceptable to you? Yes. Well, actually, well, I don't want to take the credit away from the guy who actually wrote the song. Did he write the whole thing? Yeah, because he. I thought he had performed it on the International Space Station like prior to this, and then I don't know. I have no information about that. Yeah, uh, uh, by Chris Hadfield. Yes, okay, you're right. Yeah, you are 100% correct. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> the song was performed originally by Chris Hadfield. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, so this performance is him and Ed, and I believe this is the most well-known version of this song. Yes. Um, it is the second space collaboration. There was a space collaboration before this. Did you know that? Uh, no, tell me about well, it. Well, now Why you know. You type it in real quick. It was between Jethro uh, Tull the, and... The guy from Jethro Tull. <laughs> it was uh, Ian Anderson from Jethro Tull and NASA astronaut Katie Coleman. Uh, and uh, they did a Jethro Tull song, uh, Bore in E Minor. Um, yeah. Hmm, Jethro uh, Tull, Bore in E Minor. Yeah, you know. Uh, it's Jethro Tull did an arrangement of it. Um, in 1969, which is the same year that Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong got to the goddamned moon. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, this is the second one. This is, uh, do you think this was a live collaboration? It wasn't. I mean, probably not. Okay. Like it had to do something, right? To get him synced up. Chris probably recorded his part and then Ed recorded his part. Yeah. Cause there wasn't any like back and forth between them. No, like Ed and was, in fact, Ed was kind of short with him. It is very weird. Well, it's short with him, I think, because there's no way that he could respond, and Ed knows it, right? It's weird that they're trying to make it appear live. I mean, you gotta. Why? Well, you could have them sing the song, and then 11 minutes later, Chris no, could sing the song. You could just be like, "Hey, Chris recorded this thing, and we're gonna sing over it. Here we go, baby." But are you? You just think that you want? <laughs> okay, so. You're a performer, uh huh. So you be- you gotta believe it's some like some level in showmanship, right? Right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. 
We're on the this, same page. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, Millie Vanilli said, blame it on the rain. That's a Bare Naked Ladies song. Sure, that they still do in concert for some <laughs> yeah. fucking bizarre reason. Um, you can blame it on me. Uh, Ed looks so young. Yeah. So young. A mere 10 years. I know. A, a mere decade ago. This was, February was the 10-year anniversary of this song. Isn't that incredible? Unbelievable. <laughs> time My mind is destroyed. <laughs> um... The Gleeks are very good. I like yeah, them. They won National Show Choir. Goodness. In Canada National Championships in 2011, the very first year, and they won second place in 2012. Good for them. But they were a crowd favorite. The only Glee club to receive a standing ovation in all their performances. Wow. Wow. So why didn't they win? Don't know. Couldn't tell you. Probably so, nepotism. Yeah, that makes sense. Somebody's uh, the, granddaughter. The Royal, the Royal Mountie Show Choir. Sure. Yeah. Um, Chris has a big ass mustache yeah i just wanted to comment a, a for a moment stash. he is the most dad dis dad i've ever seen in my life with his big mike hagar ass mustache and i think like the the iss too like i mean because he's in space like he's he's in free fall so it makes him look kind of puffier too like he's yeah like, his face is kind of pushed up so he yeah. doesn't have like that the jowls you would get from a dad but i feel like an earth at least when they do the selfie cam jam he looks far more dad i was gonna say yeah he does look more dad like there um he's not a terrible vocalist no i would say as far as astronauts go yeah yeah oh yeah i mean if you're comparing it to i mean i don't know buzz aldrin i've never heard him sing but i could probably imagine he wasn't a musician yeah, I bet he does a little soft shoe a little buzz, oh, little buzz soft shoe. hard little... to do soft shoe in space real difficult tip, tip. the platform as soon as you rippity on it it starts <laughs> floating away from you that sucks Yo. how would you you would need sort of one of those like ball and uh you know the rubber ball well, i think you would get like paddles. A, it's like when they jog on the treadmill right they get he, so you'd have to like get tied down basically right so it would put constant pressure on your legs like sure the, like a um, bungee cord you'd be bungee corded to the yeah floor. that's what i'm saying oh okay. you need you need a uh you know how the ball is bungee corded to the paddle and you oh, whack yeah, it yeah, yeah. so you need the thing bungee corded to your feet so the more you oh, step it just keeps <laughs> rippity tipping back and forth see this that's is why we need the visual that's element nobody skill, yeah. has any idea what the fuck Shaker we're talking both about put on taps now <laughs> that's right I have doing a it on, we're doing it on shag carpet so you can't hear us that's right but well, maybe Sorry, both sound a little bit out of excuse me um uh I don't like the title of this song. Well. You've answered it succinctly. Yeah. It's a little too on the nose. The whole song is on the nose. It's a weird mix between how beautiful the earth is and how beautiful its people are. And also like an info song about the International Space Station. I mean, it's like an astronaut wrote it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't realize Chris Hadfield had written it because I was thinking like, Wow. This was during the Grinning Streak era for Brinnick Ladies, and it doesn't sound like a Grinning Streak song. They're not just talking about facile shit. Uh -huh. They're like, it's it's a little bit poetic in some ways, which was not what they were doing at the time. No, no. But I don't know. So, yeah, that makes sense that uh, that he is, he's written it now, right? Um, Oh, I don't know. Do you want to start talking about the song itself? What'd you think, bud? Do you like it? It was fine. Like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like... It, what you see is what you get. It's sure. a, it's an infographic and a musical, not tour of the space station because I watched one of those in preparation for the episode. That was fun. oh, in preparation. Yeah, interesting. Okay, like ninety five. See, here's my notes. This is another visual cue. Sure. This is all about the International Space Station. Goodness. These like four bullet points are about the song. <laughs> do you want to give us some information about the ISS? I can. Okay. What Go do you want to know about it? Uh, how big is it? Very. 
<laughs> you watched the shitty fucking documentary. No, it is 13,696 cubic feet, or that is 387.3 cubic meters. Compared to someone's space. house that we know. Oh, it's compared six-bedroom house. Oh, okay. It's, it's a little bit bigger than a six-bedroom house. Look at you had this information. That I was told wonderful. You. Yeah, that's good. I think I was joking. <laughs> All right, so it's a collaboration between U.S., Russia, Japan, Canada, and well, it said five nations, but then it says the five nations are U.S., Russia, Japan, Canada, and Europe. Okay, <laughs> got know, it. The nation could it have? Although I feel like Europe's moving towards like a nation state. Yeah, because with the European Union and stuff. Sure, like, sure, sure. They've still got their you know. Hundreds of years of, of bullshit history to wade through. But. Could it have been the band? Oh, yeah. as the Fifth Nation. Final <laughs> well, it costs 150 billion dollars, so I'm wondering how much like money Europe, Europe, has. Europe, Europe the band made to like <laughs> sure. contribute. Although, like, still being used I today. Mean, Canada only contributed like 2.3 billion dollars. So wow, that's your buy-in. Okay, over that's the pretty, course of the entire space. Pretty station. low. What was U.S.? Uh, uh, wow. I have all the information. Well, it's 150 billion, 150 <laughs> billion dollars total. Single most expensive thing ever funded. Uh huh. Um, wow, I don't Jesus. have the breakout of funding. But okay. I remember Canada's you do Canada's three million dollars. Sure, sure, sure. Um, all right. Is there any? What's your most interesting fact about the ISS? It's split between Russia and the United States. Russia gets the whole Russian section to themselves and will not share it. U.S. shares. Well, actually, I mean, kind of. The U.S. section is created in the U.S., but like it's 76 percent United States. Uh, 12.8% Japan, 8.3% Wait, Europe. Wait, so those 2%. other three nations are just on the U.S. side? Why do Russia and the U.S., why do they claim ownership of it? They collaborate, because they're the biggest funders. Oh, right? I see. And I mean, the U.S. is uh, a f- funding is like orders of magnitude bigger than Russia's. Okay. Which okay. is, Russia, the Russian funding is kind of in doubt now with the uh, invasion of the Ukraine, the unprovoked sure. Sure. aggression. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> And um, empire building of Vladimir Putin. Uh, Let's call it what it is. Chris, oh, I thought you were going to talk about how the Ukrainians were unprovokedly attacking Russia. Um, oh, they're attacking back. <laughs> that's, that's been fascinating for me to listen to. It's like Ukraine launched like a counteroffensive. Yeah. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are what you doing? What the fuck? Well, come on, guys. And, and their answer is like, uh, we're at war? <laughs> we were just goofing. <laughs> yeah, we're just straight goofing. Because um, Chris mentions 15 nations on the yeah. station. What once was fueled by fear now has 15 nations orbiting together here. So sing your song. 20 uh, individuals from 20 nations. Now, 10 years later. Uh, over the course of the entire sure. uh, space station run. But, and the space station's actually been operating for about 20 years. The first, okay. The first um, livable, like, module was put up in 99. And the first, like, per- not permanent, but, like, long-term residents were in 2002. Okay. But there's been 20 nations, including, like, but, like, five of them are, like, spaced tourists. Oh, I see. Astronauts. They're, like, you know, some fucking idiot billionaire. Billionaires, yeah. Who uh, should be shot in an air- airlock. Okay. Um, this is a good- Lance Bass. Yeah. <laughs> what an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> he went into space. William Shatner. <laughs> Uh, do, do you think this is a good July episode? It's a very patriotic, the International Space Station. It's not, it's the opposite of patriotism. Well, you're right, it's, 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 it's unity. It's internationalism. Is there any unity in July 4th? No. It is solely jingoistic. Yeah, pretty much. I was okay. at my family reunion with my conservative family members, and they were talking about how, like, you know, trying to get people to work, and I'm like, yeah, that's why we, and like, oh, they were talking about how they got, the, you know, their five hundred thousand dollar house needed uh, like work and then like they got a crew of mexicans 
to work on it and they were like oh these mexicans did such a great job like they were having a good time playing music or hustling the whole time i'm like yeah immigrant labor is great and they're like yeah yeah it really is like they did a great job I'm like open borders and they're like, nope what about that Wait, whoa, 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 stop. do you are you the are you causing problems at I'm your a, family I, I don't i mean i know enough not to like get into like a political argument but i will i will slip a little fucking nag, dagger into them when yeah. they're supporting like they're like i'm a libertarian I'm like oh so you don't like roads yeah yeah, yeah. Like, okay so I'll, I'll play the little devil's advocate for the liberal side but other than that like, got you oh so you're seeing liberals as devils now interesting yeah we are uh, that's that's fair We're okay all going to hell. <laughs> um yeah i thought uh the use of the the choir was something bnl has never gotten into before but it's like a weirdly apt replacement for steve like because bnl is great with harmonies mm-hmm. and these guys just fucking obviously blew it out of the water with harmonies okay um it felt oh what I was standing and ovating. <laughs> I was ovulating <laughs> as I was listening to this song. I want ovating to be more uh, used in the canon. Is that a word I can use, do you think? Is that a cromulent word? <laughs> ovating? Pulchritudinous. Okay. Um, it had a BNL familiarity to it, even though it isn't originally a BNL yeah, song. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to look up like if Chris or uh, Ed had written it, because it had like a couple pivots in it, like a, a sort of like a semi-BNL pivot. Like, like where, lyrically? Yeah. Um, what the fuck was it? I'll have to find it. Okay. Oh, how's this everybody anybody ever knew? See, Sounded like an Ed line. That ball of shiny blue Houses everybody, anybody ever knew. I also noted that, and I think it was literally used in a BNL song before, although I couldn't think of which song it was. But it is a, uh, it's kind of a trope, but it is still a beautifully poetic trope. Yeah, it's like, a nice line. Yeah, and anybody in the, but consider, what if it's not true? You're speaking for literally everyone. But like, what if I jettisoned my... What if my dad is an astronaut? What if who somebody knows Chris Hatfield? Guess what? Anybody, everybody ever knew isn't on that little blue marble. I mean, you fucking idiot. (laughs) Oh, eventually. I mean, nobody stays in space forever. Unless you went up on the Challenger and blew up. It would be horrible. Now your remains are in space. What about Laika? What about Laika? (laughs) Laika's up there. I miss miss Laika. Somebody knew Laika and now they'll never returning. You know what I'm saying? So it's wrong. I suppose. <laughs> there are people who've died in space, right? I don't know. Like, I mean, there are people who've, like, blown up in space, but I don't, like, we've, we've never brought, like, a body back from space, have you? Because when, like, no. you die in space, it's usually catastrophic. So, yeah. So, you right? can't say eventually everyone is. What if, like, people who die in space, like, get a touch of the void in them and they come back as zombies? <gasps> oh, like, that's shit. a Like, that's the first great... person who dies in space it comes back as some sort of, like, void, so he has void to ghoul. Pi- TM, I'm trademarking that. I'm trademarking that. <laughs> he has to pilot his fucking ship back to Earth. Well, he, oh, like, they pull him back. Yeah, they pull it like he, they they're bringing the corpse back, and it takes him a little bit of time right. to to. Okay, and he's got a touch of the void. I touch like of the that. Void, oh, touch shit. the void. Touch of the void. A Warhammer 40k <laughs> novel by Evan Dickin. <laughs> no, I wouldn't give him that. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, that's I, not I a. War- my, I keep my best ideas for myself. Right? Okay, so you could publish your own novels eventually. Mm, are you publishing a self? <gasps> are you writing a book <laughs> that's yours? No, okay. I don't have time to write my own books. All right. When is the next Beast Wars tie-in coming out? Beast Wars <laughs> is the porcupine ch- famine. <laughs> the porcupine. Um, it's a tie-in to the Animorphs TV series. Oh, my bucket. Why haven't they made an Animorphs TV series? That seems like easy pickings. Yeah, didn't they? 
Oh, maybe. I feel like that's a Canadian. Like, I feel oh. like there's a Canadian joint that did like an like seven episodes of an series, two series of an Animorphs. Yeah. Uh, let's With, like, see. The, the really shitty like '90s CGI. Yeah, two seasons. <laughs> you were exactly <laughs> right. Was it? Uh, uh, yep. YTV and Global in Canada. Uh, <laughs> Dude, you fucking nailed it. Zam, that's unreal. Zam. I got a, I got a sixth sense for these sorts. How of did things. you do that? <laughs> Can you tell me who played Jake? Nope. Okay. I've never read an Animorphs book. Wow, really? Mm-mm. Animorphs kicked ass. I know. It was a little bit after my time. Like, uh, like okay. Because they came out in like the 90s, right? Uh, Yes, they did. They so did. it was a little bit after books. I was reading like the young adult chapter books. Okay. I had already graduated to like, I don't know, fucking Anna Karenina or something. Okay. All right. Ooh, Anna Karenina. <laughs> the guy who played Iceman was Jake. Interesting. Oh my god, all these people went on to big, big things, except for Marco, whose main thing is Marco. Cool. Uh, he left the entertainment industry in the early 2000s and became a personal fitness trainer. Oh, good for him. And yet he still has a Wikipedia entry. That rules. Um, okay. Uh, Animorphs. We, that's... When we're done with this BNL podcast, we review one Animorphs book per month until we are all... That would be so fucking fun i've never read them before i know that's great wait we don't it doesn't need to be like uh i the, hey this is how we started i'm the bnl fan you're the bnl skeptic i'm the animorphs fan do i want to do this again <laughs> you're the animorphs skeptic i'm the animorphs skeptic i don't believe people can turn into animals or back <laughs> but this is a lot more of a time commitment because <laughs> we have to read a whole fucking How book. How many Animorph books are there? 40, oh, there's three. I feel like there's a shit ton of Animorph books. Um, I think there's like 54 books, 10 companion books. Holy shit. That's a, that's a fucking commitment. Yeah, 64 we- uh, sixty four months. So how many years is that? <laughs> we do five years. Put us in the fucking ground. Five years of Animorphs taking breaks for new BNL albums. <laughs> What would we call our BNL slash Animorphs podcast? Bare naked animals. Bare naked animals. That's exactly what it is. Or B E A R naked ladies. Mm. Right? A, a bare yep. naked ladies podcast. Yeah. All right. Either one what of those. What would you turn into? Oh my god. Or and what would you be made to turn into? Oh. Because like it's not a choice, right? They get like well, it's like whatever. Oh, fuck! It's been so fucking long. I believe any animal they touch, they can turn into. Oh, they like download its its pattern DNA. Oh, I thought you were like you were like stuck to one. You're animal. you're thinking of because if you stay too long as that animal, you permanently become it. And oh. one of them in the first couple books, I'm not. I don't want to ruin it for you because I can't wait till you get to that twist in the <laughs> podcast. But uh, turns into a falcon permanently. Oh. But he's still like a member of the crew because they can use telepathy. Is he smart? Yeah, like he like, still retains human his human mind. But that becomes because the series gets grim dark later uh-huh. on. So yeah, he's like you know becomes suicidal and shit because he's a falcon and he can't become a human again and can't see his friends or family. Anyway, um, yeah. So what animal? What would be your go-to though? Like you know, like a chimpanzee. That's fast. Can fucking strong. <laughs> can tear your fucking face off. Yeah. And. Wouldn't be out of place. You throw a trench coat and a little hat on me. I could still walk down the street. Just fucking go. Coming at you. I'm coming at you. Another little verbal gag for for sake. I'm fine. A little visual visual gag. gag. Yeah. Um, I would turn into you. (laughs) Can you download? Okay. Do you turn into you turn into a type of animal? You don't turn into a specific animal. So if I like touch a bear, I don't turn into that bear. But I wonder how it decides what bear you look. like. You would just turn into like the um like if you like. 
doing like a you're creating like an a player character on like an Elder Scrolls game and you just like hit random on the features yeah. and you just turn into like that. Okay, you're sure. So I might be a pink bear with like a big facial scar and I just like... think you turn into like the platonic ideal of a bear. Oh, interesting. So this is some collective consciousness bullshit that it just pulls in from the yeah, ether. Probably. What do people think a bear is? Let's average it all out. There you are. <laughs> there you are. Okay, interesting. Um Oh, and then public perceptions of what bears are change over the course of uh so, like, you know, 50 years ago, bears were far, far more threatening to us. Sure. Yeah. They were, they were more a part of our lives. And now you're like, oh, oh fuzzy bear, look at him, Smokey. <laughs> Anthropomorphic bear over there telling me not to burn his house down. Oh, <laughs> you're a cute little guy. Although, I, we passed a, um, like, sign with Smokey on it, like, on some fucking road trip. I don't remember which one. But, like, he's gotten a little bit more buff. Oh, yeah. Like, back in the day, oh, he's he was a kinda, zaddy now. He was kind of, like, a little bit a little bit pudgy, you know, yeah. like, a, you know, he had, like, a dad bod. Oh, now and he's now, ripped. Now he's ripped. Smokey's like, I will prevent you from starting <laughs> Isn't it weird that his name is Smokey? That's what he hates, right? He doesn't want Smokey. And yet he must be. <laughs> don't we Don't we all curse our humanity yeah, and our yeah, what we yeah. are forced to become? So you hate, like, falcons, right? That's what I hate falcons and cannons. cannons. Yeah, yeah, those are the worst. And That's I hate, why. I, and I hate the Apostle John. <laughs> I don't blame you, my friend. Uh, fucking what worst has he apostle. ever done for me? <laughs> Oh, wait. Did he come up with Evan? Is that his son? Yeah. Well, Evan is Welsh for John. Oh, I see. Welsh! Welsh. They make some good-ass jam. All right. Uh, <laughs> Welshes. Oh, Dylan Welsh. Welsh. Don't. Um, all right. Um, yeah, I, I could pick I could pick Jim's bass playing out of a fucking lineup. I like how they had, like... Ed, Ed's front and center. He's like got his little. He's got it, this is scarf peak scarf era Ed. You know, like where he's wearing like yes. he's wearing like the scarf. Like yes. the, the, this is Natalie Hebert is in control, control of his wardrobe at this point. He's like you owe me, and I will dress <laughs> you for the next three years. Exactly. Yes. And uh, so yeah, and then they have like the rest of the BNL boys like kind of off to the side and like a little. We see the back of Tyler's head, and that's about it. Yeah. yeah. And then like you can kind of pick Kev out. Yeah. And, the side and, of Tyler. And Jim Kev. is like you know Jim's yeah. doing what Jim does. He's moving around a lot. Yeah. He's making little puckery faces. Yeah. And he gets he hits a particularly uh, pungent note. Yeah, yeah. But he's bending those notes. Like, yeah. he's he's uh, doing some work on this song, and I like it. I didn't love the bridge. I felt like the bridge didn't... I don't know. It it, it sounds like it's doing too much, right? Uh, the verses are so dreamy and pretty, and the bridge kind of goes a little harder, and I was like, I want this song about space to just be dreamy and pretty. Black and white just fades to gray Where the sun rises 16 times a day You can't make a boy I don't know. Kev's doing a lot of hard work on the whole song. He's tinkling on those He's, he's making it dreamy. Yeah, I don't know. He's whipping it out and tinkling all over them keys. Um, Lyrically, uh, you know, all black and white fade to just gray. I hated that line. I understand they were saying, like, no borders. We're all the same color. Yeah, we're all the a, same. Yeah, that was sort of a... I mean, the International Space Station sort of is a symbol of international co sure. uh, cooperation. But, but, like, nations still don't really cooperate that well. But the idea of everything being gray is not a good thing. doesn't make me feel good if everything is gray. I mean, does... I mean, I know that being in outer space fucks with your vision a lot. Because you see, like, those, like, explosions... Like, like radiation hits your corneas. And, like, oh. you see that as, like, little flashes of light. So when you close your eyes, like, there's... Like little flashes going on behind your eyelids. Sure. 
uh, because you're being, I didn't know that because you're getting like a hundred times the regular like, Jesus as much radiation as we dose. get it, we get in a year they get in a day oh my god I mean it's fucking space how do they horror. not get cancer immediately they do get cancer oh really immediately but they do get cancer that means isn't Buzz Aldrin still alive well, or, yeah okay but, but he was only in space for like what a day or two oh I don't know is that true yeah I mean but he went up in a day and then back like he didn't he, he these guys are like living up there right yeah but Buzz like. Neil Armstrong and all them, they just went to the moon and back, right? Yeah. That's not a huge... Is that a day trip? I don't know. <laughs> but it's not a hundred... Like, I know, like, ha- fucking, what, Hadfield stayed on the International Space Station for, like, 166 days. That's too much. And that's way more than a moon trip. Yeah. Well, presumably. I mean, because Mars is, like, what, six months away? Isn't it terrifying, the lyric, uh, 90 minutes moon to sun? A thousand tons, 90 minutes moon to sun. A bullet can't go half this fast. That's horrifying. In an hour and a half, I could be in the sun with how fast this fucking thing is going. If I go off track, if I lose my way... I don't think he's talking about, like, going into the sun. Because it would the sun's pretty far away. It but would take... Even at their speed, it would probably take, like... I'm going to say... Because Mars is closer than to us than the sun. Is the, it not? What does that lyric mean, then? Because he's rotating... They're going around the Earth. So he passes the moon because <laughs> it, it, it rotates the earth 16 times you a day. You are. I'm sure you're exactly right. That makes way more sense. Yeah. Look <laughs> at you and your internet of truths. And I just have that. Like, Well, that's because I didn't look it up. I just, I went, I looked at the lyric and I felt it with my gut. And that's you what know, happened. Just like every flat earther feels <sighs> in their gut. Jesus Christ. Um, and we know what Ed has to say about flat earthers. Right. He met one at a beauty salon. <laughs> and he loved him. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that the the all black and white just fade to gray sounds like one of those I don't see color sort of people, right? Celebrate our differences. Don't just yeah. squish us all down to gray. And I think that I don't know, like I said it might be a, it might be a function of like they s- don't see as well cuz I know food doesn't taste very good up there either. I bet that he's not referencing how well he sees in space. But maybe he is. I mean, I know astronauts um have a much higher instance of cataracts as well because Ooh. That's unfortunate, too. Yeah. Wow. Well, what is the upside of being an astronaut? Uh, you get to go into space, but after that, it, it seriously lowers your <laughs> life expectancy <laughs> if you stay up there for any length of time. Because it, it leads to, like, bone density loss, muscle, muscle atrophy. Jesus. Like, DNA degradation. Oh, my God. Uh, like, losses in cognition, uh, blood clots because oh of how your, body, your body's distributed, and uh, uh, cancer, immune deficiencies. Not to mention, like, the psychological like effects of, was it... Wrote it down. Valerie Ruman, the uh, a- Russian astronaut, was like, all the conditions necessary for murder are met if you shut two men in an 18 by 20 foot cabin for two years. Jesus Christ. Okay. Or two months, sorry. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they have like balance disorders because they're like uh, inner, like, inner ear, ear. Inner ear gets all fucked up. Um, oh, it's also really noisy on the space station. I can imagine. It probably goes away pretty Because quickly. they don't have like, well, they don't have thermo. Um, what do we have in Earth? I forget what's like thermo something. Like, and yet. bleed the heat out, but so they've got fans running constantly. Huh. Chris Hadfield, I didn't hear one shred of noise on his little thing. Hmm. Ah, interesting. A little studio musician pretending to be on the ISS. Interesting. In the cupola. In the, yeah, the cuckold. Cuckubula. Uh, yeah, in the Brian Kubala. Um, yeah, uh, but that is all I had about this. Oh, I'm sorry. It's time for Sakers. Sakers YouTube comments of the way. That's right. One year ago, this was at Jen Shaw fifteen oh nine. Hi Jen Shaw fifteen oh nine. You think she was born in fifteen oh nine? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> I hope she she may be 
born in 1509 based on these comments, based okay. on these off-the-wall comments. Uh, I saw her make a comment one year ago that was, does Chris and company enjoy the poking by the light dealers? And <laughs> I thought, that's a strange thing to say. So let me hit control F and search for Jen Shaw on this page and see if she left any other comments. Okay. Surely she did. I am no longer welcome in any business across Canada. <laughs> Just a <laughs> random comment that Jen Shaw left. How about... I can probably survive eating grass. <laughs> These are all just singular comments. Is it an AI, probably? Maybe. I can only it's like buy learning on BNL comments. I can only buy food for horses and eat that. <laughs> That's all. And my favorite comment by her: playing this video moves my body by a certain semaphore signal and pushes me into the middle of the road. I think it gives her bird box syndrome. She got bird box. <laughs> she got bird boxed by Chris Hat. Bird boxed by Chris, Chris Hatfield is a great 2D6 song title. I'm going to put it in. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's Sacred's YouTube comment of the week. Um, what else did you have about this? Oh, should we? Anything else about this song before we move to different versions? Uh, no. I was just uh, I basically cued in on the same things you had cued it on. Okay. Like the know, the 15 nations or blah 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 sure etc etc sure sure it's the exact song you think an astronaut would write yeah that's pretty true um two versions of this i had number one selfie cam jam lightning cracks i miss doing these oh i love them i love the scjs they're fun saker wants covid to come back lockdown i kind of do wouldn't it be fun if we had selfie cam jams every week oh man that's the one little moose boosh we get i know why? I don't know. It's a bummer that they had to stop to work on their shitty album <laughs> instead of doing selfie cam jams for the rest of their life. Uh, Chris isn't playing his little guitar. No, it was a weird choice not to give him anything to hold on to because he looks really weird. I know. They have a camera on him the whole song and he just listens and he smiles. Just listens and smiles and, and sings. He sings along with it, but like he's like, yeah. you gotta have something to do with his hands. Like, come on, a fucking podium or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's weird. Just put him back in that studio in front of the Caduceus or whatever it is and he'll be fine. Caduceus. <laughs> Uh, Ty's drums sound boxy and weird. Chris's mic sucks. Yeah. It was COVID. Whatever. Was COVID. Uh, Jim's he, like on the roof. Yeah. Jim's on the roof with some solar panels. Chris just has like a, like an iPhone mic. Yeah. Like he's just using like a little like uh, well, he headphone mic. He's not a musician, man. He's an astronaut. He doesn't have like the full setup like the BNL. But you do. don't think that he has fucking, he doesn't do press from his house. He's an astronaut. He has to have that's, a good ass microphone. Like, Cause he's, he's famous as like the singing astronaut too. Right. Like, yeah, he released too. like an album. Yeah. He actually was working on an album. Well, he probably works in the studio. Probably okay. writes yeah, 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 yeah. But he doesn't fucking record himself, do demos or shit. Whatever. I don't know. Wild. Maybe he didn't have anything to plug a guitar into. They probably wanted him to play. I would bet. Did they? <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> Maybe he I can't even know. play the guitar. Oh, sh- Notice you, <sighs> you never see him actually playing on the video. Jen Shaw. You're in. You know the secret. The light dealers. The semaphore <laughs> signals. Anything else on the selfie cam, Jim? No. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, Kev, Kev wore, Kev, like, dressed up. Kev's yeah. got, like, a shirt with, like, flying saucers yeah, on it. Cute. Tyler's just wearing another Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Jim and Ed are dressed the same. Sure. And uh, um, which house do you think you would most like to live in? All we got Basically. to see was, like, Ed's messy bedroom. I don't really want to live there. And then Kev's was, like, a locker room. It looked like it had, like, a he had like yeah. a big dresser on the back. 
Was Ty in like a, a darkened finished basement he or something? He was like in a basement. He had like a rug there. There was a pinball machine next to him. He seemed yeah, like, oh yeah, the pinball he, machine. He seemed like he had the most fun hey, Ty, home. probably. Yeah, He's was... got a pinball. Everybody else just has beds or And then couches. Jim's on the roof. Jim, we can't even get to see Jim's house. I kind of like that he has that many solar panels. That would be fun. I want to get solar panels, but I'm in my, I have too many trees. I'm too, That's too much shade. That's what said about my house, too. Yeah. yeah Not worth it. Maybe Chris Hadfield's house. He seemed to have a nice closet. <laughs> I could hide in there and watch him. Had like a, he was behind like a knickknack wall. Right? Oh, he was like, he? He had like the wall with all the little collectible knickknacks. Okay, you got some tchotchkes. I hate those things. You hate tchotchkes. I don't like tchotchkes. You don't like Hummels. I think I've just been, my partner, my partner's a fucking hoarder, so we've got tchotchkes everywhere. Yeah. And I want to destroy them all, but yeah. I don't. So it's you, a constant struggle. You don't like uh, you're a, you're a tchotchke guy. anime figurines and... Uh, oh, I feel they're, they're all closing in. I want like... like yeah clean a lot of this is going at my garage sale hey you want to sell a bunch of stuff at a garage sale yeah okay we'll talk about it yeah we're gonna do a friend garage sale at my house and just bring over whatever you want to sell great okay cool i got tons of stuff i want to get rid of uh i'll plug that actually it'll be in this episode so uh folks if you live in columbus ohio (laughs) look for a craigslist posting for a community garage sale uh oh i got to see um, 29th of july at the end of the uh selfie cam jam uh chris holds up his little old pug yeah, what's yeah. its name? Albert. Uh, Albert. Albert. Yes. Uh, oh. <laughs> Looked like it was dying actively. <laughs> I love those <laughs> fucking disgusting oh. ass dogs. I mean, I don't want to own one because they stink and they snort. But yeah. 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 Who would? Um, the next one live at CBC's Canada Day. Did you see that one? Oh, Chris. I was and. too busy watching a documentary on the International Space Station. Sure. Edition. Okay. It's them performing in front of. Probably 10,000 people in a square for Canada They're Day. big in Canada. It was fucking packed. Everybody wearing their reds and whites, uh, and it was wild. Um, the rest of the band was nowhere to be seen. The backing track was there, mm-hmm. as was the choir track. So just Chris and Ed? It was just Chris and Ed on stage, both with guitars, singing their little song. Singing their hearts um, out. But uh, God uh, bless them. Chris does the bridge in French. And then they both did the final chorus in French because it was Canada Day. Oh, they were nice. celebrating Canadian culture. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. It was neat to watch. I want to go to Montreal. Okay, you go to Montreal. I feel uncomfortable in places where I don't know the language. That's fair, but it's Montreal, so they everything's in French. It's all dual. It's all French and English. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, I mean, I'll get pissed at you if you're speaking English. Like, okay. Oh, yeah, you want to plan? I mean, Salute. So <laughs> oh man, <laughs> do you want to plan a family trip? Hey. Okay, it's close. It's like the it's close. We can okay. go. I'm gonna drop my son off with Lolly too. Go, Is that okay? Go to Toronto. We okay. can go to Montreal. Okay. Stop the fucking Quebec. Quebec. Yes, I like that. Yeah, let's do it. Eat some shiz. Eat some shiz. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they pronounce cheese, right? Cheese. <laughs> um, that's all. That's all I had about the Canada Day one. It's worth watching. I like the French. It's cool. Um, uh, any other versions you want to discuss? Did not see. Or look for any other versions. Brother? I was pretty proud of myself for finding <laughs> one. <laughs> then it's time to rate this song. Ooh. Okay. As usual, we rate this song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes this song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes, the better. And on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed, where are you going to put this song? So, showers were only introduced on the ISS Space Station in the last 10 years. Okay. Before they would uh, basically like, and they only do them once a month. And... How would they do them? They wouldn't. Oh. They mm. would just, like, clean themselves with, like, deodorants and, like, dry, like, I see. like wet naps and things like that. Okay. Okay. Uh, so the showers are, like, suctions. Because water kind of, I mean, water acts differently. Because, I mean, the gravity on the International Space Station is 90% of Earth's gravity. But because they're in that orbit, they're in constant free fall. Sure. So it's as if they are not in any gravity at all. But. How do you shower? 
how do you shower? Yeah. You go into like a little um, container basically that okay. keeps, that, that uh, sprays you with water and then like suctions it all out. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay. Which you gotta is watch out for your dick. One of the least. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Might get suctioned out. The well, that, like that's how you pee too. Is they got a little suction hook, like a little. Um, you just attach it. You just stick your dick right in. No. Sucks ah! it out. Sucks the pee right out of you. How, how much? All of it. <laughs> is space filled with urine? Got to be careful. <gasps> I don't. I don't ever want to go to but space. Also, they got the uh, the toilets that like you have to suck your poop out because poop will float around. Ew! Uh, I don't want that. You have to like strap yourself into the suck toilet. Suck it out. It's got to have a vacuum. Yeah, otherwise you'll have shit floating around. Yeah, I guess so. You have to be very careful. You can't have food with crumbs because crumbs get in like the exhaust manifolds and like sure. the pans and everything and. Everything's very delicate there. Yeah. It's a horrible. It's horrible. It sounds like a nightmare. Like, I don't understand why anyone would want to be an astronaut. You could look at pictures of the Earth from space. If, if astronauts even exist. Fair. Facts. Good. Probably computer generated. Yeah. But I am a cosmonaut. Mm-hmm. I've got like the... Remember that... Um, like 2003 movie with Tom Hanks where he gets like terminal where he's like from Kroblakia and mm-hmm. then there's like a fucking war in Kroblakia gets yeah. it, like I don't know conquered by Russia or something and it stops he gets to the country so he doesn't have anywhere to go right. or anything to do so I'm like that so I like I'm sent up by like a former Soviet bloc republic now, okay let's say, let's say I'm the only Crimean astronaut on there and then okay. Crimea gets attacked by Russia and taken <laughs> over and then I'm just stuck there. I can't go home. Okay. So I'm just living on, I'm like a Tom, I have a Tom Hanks scenario. Okay. Where I'm the, the longest human living in space. Because I think the longest is like a couple hundred days. You don't think anyone will give you amnesty? No one You can. have a very high profile well, here's the situation. Here's the I'm super high profile, but because half the space station is Russians, the Russians don't want me to get amnesty. They don't want me to get, so like Russia is blocking all attempts. Okay. So I'm like in a, like I can't go on the Russian side of the space station. I have to stay in the European side. Okay. Like, got it. America, America won't even do it. So I'm in like, oh my God. I'm in like 6.8%. like a just, closet. Yeah. So I'm just stuck in there, but I uh, happen to have a shower in there. Okay. So I do take, I do take uh, semi-frequent showers. That's how I get back at them is I take a shower every day. Oh, nice. And they're Waste like, that I water. can't fucking do anything yeah. about him. Like, yeah. You can't get rid of him. Okay. Can't take him home. Sure, can't you, kill him. You eat all the food on the space station, leaving none for the Russians. <laughs> That's right. Fill the fill the. Uh, that could be. Damn, this is you're coming up with a lot of like as usual million dollar ideas, but sort of like a not a home alone in space, <laughs> but like you have to sneak into the Russians area and eat their food and like I don't know what would that be. I think what? there are like communal dining areas. Oh so shit! Can, the food, and the food is like individually packaged per astronaut. Okay. So yeah, I go in and I eat all the all the black bags labeled meat. Yeah, but you're up there for too long. You're gonna have to eat more. Yeah, than and your I'm share. like, I become like a fucking weird fucking mutant because like my bone dense. I can't even live on Earth anymore. Yeah, like my I'm my, I'm probably gonna live like another five to ten years. So like, just let him die on the space station. <laughs> <laughs> How long do you think you're up there before you change, in Completely? a way that is like, oh, that's no longer human. Oh, uh, almost immediately. <laughs> okay, as soon as you get the there news was, like, about that, Crimea. Uh, show in the um. I want to say the 90s called like Phantom 2020 uh-huh. the Phantom, and they had like it was like an Aeon Flux like level of animation okay but they had like sp- orbital space stations and like the people in them were really fucking weird looking because uh-huh. they had like long fucking limbs and they couldn't survive an Earth atmosphere because they had like been in space okay that sounds like an interesting I mean it was the same yeah. was it also a uh, fucking uh, MTV original it, it might have been it might have been Phantom 2040 2040 you are right. there we yeah, we're almost there we're almost there we're loosely going. based on the comic strip superhero the phantom huh you remember the phantom yeah but how is it uh, based on him at all he is the phantom the phantom oh okay oh okay the The only thing you mentioned was people with mutant limbs and i didn't realize there was a superhero involved in it i mean i did mention it when i said the name well yeah (laughs) 
suppose that could have been anything, but fair enough. So anyway, yeah, it was a weird show. But anyway, um, yeah, so I've, I've, my fingers are like twice as long, my limbs are twice as long, and I kind of I can fit through really tiny spaces in the space station. I'm the only one who can get to, and actually I can live out in space for a little bit. Okay. Oh, you bit. can go out of the spaceship? Just a little bit. How? Do your lungs change? I don't breathe. Like oh, breathe. I, in the way I, that... I respire. Okay. Well, I can seal off my lungs so that the, so they don't get sucked out my fucking not noses when I... Because uh, I have two noses. Nose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good cover. Because here's the thing. Um, food tastes... Be- they have to like spice everything to shit because like the food is... Right. You know doesn't taste as good in space uh so like i have extra noses sort of that that olfactory but i have two tongues but anyway uh yeah so i take off like uh you know get stripped down to my undies and take a shower this is okay song okay uh, right. a, t-shirt. a fucking mutant creature <laughs> stripping those undies you shower in your undies I sneak well no in the space station i do why for, for modesty's sake why? Because you're a I, mutant. What I have down there is will be a bird. <laughs> That's box. where your second nose is. It's a bird box situation. <laughs> okay, got it. Um, I am in my living room. <laughs> what the year is? The year is 2040. Oh. Uh, I am watching the news reports about Crimea and looking at my friend Ev out there in space. I was cheering him on. I am in a t-shirt, I am in shorts, I have little sandals on, I'm clapping and cheering that my friend Ev is still alive, floating around in space, sealing off his lungs. I'm just happy for him. I'm happy he's made a life for himself out there. This is a perfectly average song. I have no fondness for it, nor do I have any. Yeah, I mean, you had to play it. Even having listened to it last night, you had to play it again right before we started recording. I 100% did. Yep, I forgot what it sounded like. Um, Though, that having been said... It is better than the majority of the last three albums, I would say. <laughs> so is somebody singing hats off to you? Hats off to you. We'll be right back with more. It's all been done. A brrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
let me guess it's like the person who has won the most titles like dan o'malley oyster sucker yeah well it is joey chestnut he's won uh 15 mustard belts which makes him the most celebrated american sportsman of all time i was very close <laughs> you were so close perhaps uh what is your best cry for help Hmm, probably doing over 200 episodes of American <laughs> Ladies. That's a pretty podcast. good one. That is a fairly good one. Um, but no one, you seem so happy on these. I guess oh, that's... Yeah, I mean, that's you can be smiling depression, right? Yeah, but it's not a cry for help if... I guess if you're smiling and gritting your teeth and saying, help me, that's I mean, dull. this episode made me super depressed, especially because, like, you think, like, I... You, look out into space right it's nothing out there and like you know the fermi paradox like there has to be other life out there because you know we've basically figured out reasons for panspermia like you know there are probably other planets with our life on there but like either they destroy themselves before they, like we're about to before yeah. they get to like actual space flight or just the universe is far too vast for us to travel a cosmic distance like it takes six six fucking months to get to mars yeah can't even get out of our own fucking solar system yeah what if so, there's just no way? But if there's a Fermi paradox, that means there has to be someone out there who's invented instantaneous travel, right? No. The Fermi paradox just means... There's other life. The Fermi paradox is, it's almost guaranteed there's other life out there. Why haven't we seen it? Okay. Like, we should have seen it. So it's either hiding from us, or it's the universe's... Or maybe we're one of the younger races, or maybe one of the older races, and the universe is about to die. Who knows? We've got to be the best. Right? I think so. What would we rate? Like, what... There has to be like a universal, naked. a universal scale. I would say it's bare naked to Humans can get more naked than any other alien. <laughs> yeah, I think we. Other I, aliens are born with clothes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Born clothed. Um. Damn, that's a great 2D6 album title. <laughs> you don't. You don't come out with clothes on. Ew. Ew. Uh, your birthday suit isn't slacks and a, a button up. <laughs> Does it grow? When, do you think their clothes grow as they do, or do they think they've like shell? They have to like shed their clothes and like get a new. Clothes? Well, then what like makes a, them like snail? functionally different from skin? I guess if they're born with clothes. Hmm. Well, you can take them off and put them back on. We can do that with skin. You gotta be real careful, <laughs> but okay. you can do it. Okay, okay. Well, you can easily take them off and easily put them back. Oh, and you can you can swap them around. You can change them if you're Swapping. similar size. Which we can also do with John Travolta and Nick Cage did it once. We can also do that with skin, but again, you have to be very careful. That's true, yeah. So we're not so different, you and I, I would say. Well, we're humans. Sure, sure. Well, you know what I mean. I'm talking to the alien version of Ev. Okay. His name is Seven Flickin'. Seven Flickin'. That's a good one. Three dots on an ochre field, because uh, my species communicates using chromatophores. We look like starfish. That's cool. <laughs> I so like our, that. Our communication's all visual based. We, oh, we, we can't even make like we can make like <laughs> noises. Is that? Uh, are you arrivaling me? Is that what you're doing? I don't know. What's arrival? <laughs> Not much. What's arrival with you? <laughs> um, no, the fucking Give me name. Knock knock. Who's there? <laughs> Running up some margaritas. My, my son, yeah, my son has started to tell knock knock jokes, and I like baiting him to tell me more. Do do a knock knock joke, bud. <laughs> knock knock, who's there? Crayon, 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 octopus. <laughs> he just looks around the room and finds another item. God, I love that stage of development. It's so good. Can uh, can your child tell a good knock knock? Uh, they can tell like probably three or four that they've learned like by rote. Okay. But like, yeah, they're still at the. They didn't have. Knock this. knock. Who's there? Microphone 2013. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. It's pretty funny on its own. Yeah, it like, is. Um, you know who else can tell a good knock knock joke? <sighs> Feeling you're gonna tell me. It's the cast of. Cape Chronicles. That's right, Cape Chronicles, a Masks, a new generation actual play podcast set 15 years after the events from Fables Around the Table Super. Oh. 
Now you're familiar. Now that I've given you that context. Are you thinking about perhaps issue three, Friendship? Which was posted on June 21st, 2023. That's right. In this episode, our team is back at therapy. After it wraps for the day, a discovery is made near the cavern. Find out what it is in this issue of Cape Chronicles. It's very strange to be on a network that has like living podcasts other than us. Oh, yes. Very, very strange. Although they've only released since our last episode, they've only released four episodes of things. So, but it's still living. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like we get into like the Byzantium. Of, like when we, when we join a network, it's like slowly dying. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Are we? We're the problem, right? We are. We must be the problem. I mean, since... We're like a typhoid Mary. We bring the death with us. Since this podcast was released, the other podcast that I was on on this network has died. So it's gone forever now. Tales of the Voidfarer. Oh, no. It's not gone forever. It's taking a summer hiatus. But uh, I don't know. When it, will it come back? Nick, tune in next. (laughs) You can listen to Cape Chronicles any old fucking day you want to on the podcast network, Project Derailed. Check it out and have a good time. Thank you. And we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Now's the time in the show when we spin this big wheel and figure out what we're doing next. But what do you think we're going to get? Everything old is new again. Our whole universe was in a dark, dense state, but only 15 million years ago, a good guy waited, wait, then a funny thing had happened, and a good guy wasn't laughing, and <laughs> all started with a big bang. This song is the theme to a sitcom, either real or imaginary. So what I want you to do is I want you to name or describe the characters and general situation. So it has to be a uh, space like theme. A space buddy There's never been a space sitcom, huh? I mean, like Red Dwarf. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess that is a space sitcom. Yeah, but there's no other. Wow, how is that the only one? There's so many space dramas. I'm sure the there Orville? Is. Yeah, the. Is the that Orville's, a comedy? Orville's kind of a comedy, yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it purports to be a comedy. Okay. Star Trek uh, Lower Decks. Lower Decks, yes. yes. Okay, we're there. We got some. We got some. Do you see them Lower Decks boys are in uh, the new season of Brave New World? I'm excited. We, we were like two episodes in, so I'm excited. Okay. Do you watch Below Deck? Yeah, I love it. Okay, great. Uh, see if I give a shit. Klingons are back, baby. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah, I don't they, know. They changed the Klingon makeup in, the, in Discovery. Oh, I see. And there was a big, a big to-do. I tried to like them, but they were just too weird for me. Okay. So, the Klingons? Yeah, the Klingons. Like, they... they it was like the they had their fucking teeth prosthetics made it like impossible to understand what they were saying, and they took away the hair, and they took away like they made them look very much not like Klingons, which is I mean they've redone the Klingon makeup a couple times, I think. but now they're back looking like like TNG Kling, TNG DS9 era Klingons. I know you've explained it to me before, but it doesn't make any sense because Discovery doesn't take place that long after the other series, right? Yes. So how did the Klingons whole racial? makeup change well it, they explain it's like a sub race of klingons right okay. well look, that's fair they look differently they're you know whatever well, then why are fucking nerds complaining who gives a shit it's a sub race i don't know man what, what, nerds <laughs> complain why do why do nerds complain about why something do birds suddenly you have a appear? whole song about that <laughs> um, you're a salt adult you're a salt adult uh boy <laughs> did you get your fill of salt adult no, at the concert never okay. three times as much three times more <laughs> Um, are you having a good, this is why we need the camera. People can't see what you're doing right now. And it is unhinged. Um, so it's a space sitcom. Space sitcom. Does it have, is it all humans or does it have aliens in it? 
I think it's all. I think it's on the ISS. Okay. Right. So it's the. Oh, the, it's like a perfect stranger. Yes. Where like the Russian. Exactly. The Russians like a. Mm-hmm. My, here I am. Yeah. I am a Russian cosmonaut. And there's okay. Now do the Japanese guy on the. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, give me that. Hi. <laughs> my name's Ben. My name is My name is Ken Yokoyama, <laughs> and I speak perfect English because I did a tenure in Oxfam. <laughs> Oxfam. That's what the they were doing the Oxfam thing. Oh, we forgot to mention that the the selfie cam jam. They were their um. Oh yeah, charity was Oxfam. They I were, didn't even pay wish. attention to that part. I don't care about charities. That's fair. Um yeah okay so it's it's like one person from every. This is like a real '80s sitcom where it really leans into the stereotypes. So like a star the, like a Star Trek thing where you yes. get like all sorts of different uh, enemies coming together. Our differences are what make us wonderful. Yeah, and it's sort of satire too because they poke they you're able to poke fun at like current events even yeah oh yeah absolutely but it couldn't it couldn't really exist nowadays like that because if you were satirizing current events like what if somebody made jokes about the war in ukraine like but you know what i feel that would become po- immediately politicized and like if this were an animated show mm-hmm. i feel like that's what south park does right oh, is they fair. like put together the scripts and the show like the week of so that they can satirize current events like immediately. Okay, well then I stand corrected. I haven't seen South Park in like neither have I, but I years, know but... that that is what the, I don't even know if they're funny anymore. But I know that is what they do. Um, so yeah, I could see this being. Next time a... I get COVID, I think I'm gonna watch through all of stuff. <laughs> it's all fucking 35 seasons. No, I'm gonna or watch through since like I don't know when I stopped watching. Probably 2010. Yeah. Wow, that's more than I would expect you to have watched from South Park. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this could be an animated series. About current, uh, like, satirizing, lampooning current events. It doesn't even have to be animated because, like, if you're on the International Space Station, you only need, like, six sets. That's true. It could be a real cube scenario. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Directed by Tarsim Singh. (laughs) So this is really more of a soap opera sitcom where they, like, they're, like, cranking them out. We're going to do, like, one take. Fucking if it's funny, great. If it's not... The part of Alex Jones today will be played Isn't by like a like a wise cracking grandma on there. Yeah, absolutely. This is the character who's been on the space station forever. <laughs> the mutant wise cracking grandma. grandma. That's funny. Crawling through the vents. Yeah, she's good. She pokes her in a very like socket to me. What was that sitcom where she she'll like punctuate scenes by like popping out of a vent and being like, "That's what she said" or whatever. <laughs> what sitcom? What was the sitcom? Not. It was a sketch show that Richard Nixon was on. In the fucking oh my god! Now you're gonna drive me Is crazy. It like a hootenanny? What's that one like? Horse apples? Yes, it was horse apples. Socket to me, laughing. Jesus Christ! I forgot about laughing. Rowan and Martin's laughing. Okay. He did it in 1968. How do I know this reference? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the the laughing would be like, like at the end of there would be like a cabinet that opens and an actor would pop out and be like sock it to me and that would be the end of the scene it was just fucking okay yeah so you have an old, old lady <laughs> pops out yeah okay so there's a guy from russia a guy from america a guy from japan a guy from europe, europe. <laughs> general europe what's the fifth nation canada can oh the canadian guy and oh, his whole thing some, his whole thing is uh well i mean the you know international image of canadians is very proper right yeah like very straight laced. I kind of see like a mounty. Him is the peacekeeper between oh, the yeah. Felix of the U.S. Okay, guys, and the uh, Oscar like of Rick the Rick Moranis kind of character. Yeah, like oh little, yes, a real mensch. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, maybe he's even played by Ricky. M. No, we'll get ne- him back. We'll never get him back. Whatever happened to him? Uh, please don't answer that question. I've gotten the articles a million times. Thank you. Is he riding on a giant mantis? That's uh, what he's fighting a giant mantis or exploring the depths of Atlantis. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, so so that this Blue could be a lot of fun. Krampus. Name the characters. You've got Ken from Japan. Ken. You've got... Uh, so Europe. I feel like the a pan-Europe would be like a fucking backpacker. Uh, okay. All right. Like he's, he's like doing a study. Like a, not a study. A, a walkabout, right? He's, okay. He's, he's done his, his whole tour of Europe. He spent 10 years in Europe. He's like an old sort of hippie character. I think his name is Ronaldo. His name is Ronaldo. Ronaldo, like... Gutenberg. Okay, it's yeah, like a, he's it's Italian just, and <laughs> fucking yeah, German or whatever. Okay, I like that. It's like Ronaldo Espinosa Gutenberg. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking good. Played by the most, just like yeah. where is that guy from? Played by Tommy Wiseau, maybe. Yeah, and his uh, his accent just shifts. <laughs> yes, from, absolutely from, everywhere. Just, I love that. Okay, is he French? Is he good? And so yeah, so. America is Oscar and Russia is Felix, right? These are the two that are totally at odds that Ronaldo's always but trying to... But they've got so much in common. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, wait, the Canadian's always trying to help. Yeah. The Canadian's name is Ed. Ed. <laughs> I think it has to be Ed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, maybe the American is messy and, and slovenly and uh, the Russian guy is always like, you know, you need to get your life in order, <laughs> Alex. Uh, and yeah, okay, this is good. Russian's always asking for bribes. What's the Japanese guy's game? What's his shtick? Um, ooh, ooh, how can we do that without being super racist? <laughs> I was going to say, like, he, he's, like, actually the only one who actually works on the space station. <laughs> sure. He's always sweating, just, like, <laughs> running in and out of very scenes. sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Guys, <Try>. guys, guys. <laughs> oh, the oxygen pump is slow again. Okay, <laughs> this is good. I like this. This is a good. And what's the title of the sitcom? Is uh, it is somebody singing? It has to be ISS. So it's, so it's uh oh oh okay, but we can make it stand for something different. Yeah. Okay. International sloppy seconds. <laughs> nope. I think we got it. He got it. In Intergalactic one. sloppy seconds. Intergalactic sloppy seconds. Good. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Great. Hope that answers your question, yep. Wheel. Let's uh, put a bow on that one. <sighs> Set it into space. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, here's our email today. This is a question from Freyan Delos Santos. Fran de los Santos. Fran de los Santos. Uh, his welcome email to, is titled... Welcome to the show and thank you. Just a quick question. Okay. Hi. Hi. Fran? I noticed that your podcast has a lot of potential to reach more audiences via short-form content. Oh. My name is Fran and I specialize in cutting your podcast into bite-sized videos that are perfect for social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram Reels, YouTube Reels, and TikTok. I understand that time is gold, so I'll take care of all the editing and post-production work for you. All you need to do is sit back and watch as your podcast comes to life in exciting and engaging ways. Are you the right person to talk to, or is there someone else on your team that I should get in contact with? Let me know if this is something you might be interested in. Best regards, Frey and De Los Santos. So are we the right person to talk to, or are you? Well, I guess... I guess it, that's his question, right? Yeah, are you the right person to talk to, or is there someone else on your team I should get in contact with? Okay. Freyan, I am the right person to talk well, to. I was, gonna, I was trying to imagine who else would be on our team that he might be. <laughs> oh, sure. Let's make up a third. Do we have the a... Uh, the, the, the third... The third uh, I think the third boy. boy is Justin McElroy, and you should get in contact <laughs> with him. Here is his... Uh, Here is his Gmail address uh, that I discerned and emailed uh, illegally, and he still got back in contact with me. Um, yeah, uh, Freyan, I don't know what to tell you, bud. So which BNL boy would do the best short-form content. <laughs> what Ke do Kev? you think? Is he good? I don't think he's a social media boy at all. Oh, short-form Oh, okay. I thought you, like, doing oh, like, little snippets of songs. Oh, he could do puppet shows and yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But he wouldn't know how to edit them or cut them. Who's the most savvy? Jim, maybe? It has to be Jim. Like, oh, Jim or Ed? 
Ed, I yeah. Like Ed, as far as social media presence, like Ed's it's the gotta he's be the front Ed. man. It's got to be Ed. Yeah. So, Fran Dela Santos, ed.robertson at gmail.com is who you want to get in contact with. Or, Ed, if you're listening to this, Fran's phone number is... To, you should respond to Fran and tell him we answered your his question on the podcast. Yes, give him a call. 831-318-0860 or go to frandelosantos.com. Uh, and uh, he's got his portfolio up there. Oh, he's just a he's just a loan operator. He is a loan operator. He's not like part of a company. No, yeah. Look at he cold emailing a thousand people. I know he does logo. If he got around to us, he truly has to be cold emailing literally everyone. Um, yeah, fucking who else do you contact after us? Anyway, his portfolio looks like it kicks ass. Good job, bud. Uh, we're proud of you, Fran. Keep it up. Oh, that the shirt in his uh, apparel design looked exactly like the new Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> it really <laughs> does. <laughs> oh no, he does good shirts. These are you have died of burpees. That's funny. I don't quite get it. Um, if you have anything that you want to email us, please, for the love of fucking God, email us. It's all been done. Podcast at gmail dot com. We would love to hear from you. Me in particular, sake or less so. If there's anyone else on our team that would love to hear from you, it would be Ev. Yeah. He loves it. Yeah. Please get in contact with me. And that's it. That's it. Ebbo. That's it. We done did it. We are finished. We're finished. We're finished. Um, What do you got to plug? Everything. Everything. What, what day are you going to be at Gen Con? What day am I? So that people can come visit you. I'm going to say Friday because my publisher hasn't gotten back, back in touch with me yet. So I'm just going to email them and say I'm going to be there Friday. Oh, okay. Oh, plug me in then. I sure. Will. Oh, so you can still go to uh, Red's birthday party on Saturday. That's the plan. That's your goal. Okay, got yeah. it. Uh, okay, sounds good to me. So I can get my continental breakfast at whatever hotel oh, I'm staying at. Oh, my God. Mm, continental breakfast. Yeah, dude. That sounds gonna great. going to get that waffle. Going to get that eggs. Probably some sort of breakfast meat. I'm going to get toast with jelly and butter. I'm going to get, mm, what else? Another waffle. Probably two waffles. <laughs> two waffles, two for, waffles sure. for, for the big boys. Uh-huh. Soaked in yeah. syrup and for if me. I'm lucky, there's going to be some like biscuits and gravy. Oh, shit. That's a great continental pool. Yeah. Waffles, you're number one, right? Yeah. I mean, if waffles. If we're at a continental breakfast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes they'll have like pancakes in a chafing dish, but those no, are, no. Never no, about Unacceptable. Those. It's, the yeah. sell, it's the make your own waffle bar. Yeah. 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 Never, had, never had better waffles than I've had at the make your own waffle God, bar at like so a Howard Johnson. fucking good. I know. Yeah. What do they do to them? I don't know. I want to buy like the <laughs> like a jug of that slop. The juice? Yeah. The jug of the slop. <laughs> But see, I, I feel like even in my own personal waffle maker, it wouldn't be as good. Yeah, you got to get the one that's a little too hot. You got to flip over. And I would like to own a hotel. What do you think? I think we got to. I think we've got to. Well, we just have to own a continental breakfast. That, do you think we can be like great subcontractors? Million dollar idea, a restaurant that's just a continental. It looks like a hotel on the inside. <laughs> like It looks like a lobby. You, the front desk is where you go for your table. Right. That fucking rules. Yep, that's what, it's going to sell out immediately. God damn it. All right. Great ideas. Mil- million dollar you ideas. You should get to um, Santos to... <laughs> oh, let me email him back right now. Okay, ready? Here we go. Hey, Fran, uh, since you're a businessman, we got, we got an idea for you. We have a great idea for you. <laughs> a hotel continental breakfast, except it's a restaurant. you think time is gold you seem like a real go-getter time is gold love baker great all right we've done it so we'll see what he says we'll update you on the next episode of it's all been done i got nothing for you kids have a great life it's been a good okay
Bye. It's been a good one.